Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello there. It is the 26th of August, 2021. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance and markets and startups. And the list goes on today. I'm here. summarizes our day, actually. (laughs) Here with Annette Beecher. Boy, it was a big one in terms of reporting season. But before we get there, I think it's worthwhile just referencing, you know, ASX 200 really struggling to maintain this week's bounce. It was a pretty topsy-turvy day of trade, but by the end of it all, the XJO, the S&P ASX 200, down by yeah more than half a percent to 7,531. It, what do you think? Well, it's it's funny we were saying before about being on in the morning and afternoon. If I had disappeared in between, the market actually found a bit of a bid mm-hmm. at lunchtime and, and appeared to give it all back. It was a bit of a day of extremes, like the big highs were like up 15 plus percent and then the big, O's like, big lows like Appen, you know, way, way down as well. And everyone else just seemed to muddle along in between. Okay, let's go there then. You brought us to reporting season. <laughs> uh, look, black. Blackmore's was up by 15%. I have a big list going, a watch list of all the companies reporting today. I'm probably missing some of them, but out of the ones that I have, and there's lots, Blackmore's was the best performer in terms of reporting season, just beating out Wiser. By the way, I spoke with Blackmore CEO Alistair Symington. I actually put a shorter version into the newsletter today uh, because obviously, you know, he's very happy about this result. Mm. A big turnaround story, big growth in the Asian region. A few troubles, though, in Australia. And if you'd like to listen to that interview, it's up online. Just changing consumer behavior and, of course, border shut in that. You know, and, and adapt- and adapting come. to conditions. That's how companies stay afloat. Yeah, rather than harking back to, oh, I wish COVID was over. Well, look, you have to work with it. Or I wish the Daigu channel would open up. And they're mm-hmm. also spending a lot on improving what they can control in terms of supply chain and everything else. So Blackmore's Wiser, High Pages did really well today, was up by 12%. City Chic is another one of those companies, up by close to 11%. Again, I spoke with the CEO, Phil Ryan. It's on our website. I did just take a look. And again, Adapting. Adapting. So bricks and mortar, eh, he's got global marketplaces going on. He's got acquisitions in Europe and expansion Software and digital platforms are key in this new era. It sure is. I spoke with him. I said it's so, like at one stage, you know when you used to go on holidays, you go to Germany or someplace like that, and people would be dressed completely different. You know, fashion (laughs) would be so different. Sure was. Going to the east coast of Canada when I was growing up, it was like people were dressed from a different planet. (laughs) <laughs> but when you think about it, we're all just wearing the same stuff. It's all homogenous the world. now. So it takes the fun out of it a bit. A little anyway. bit. We but still sound different. How's that? <laughs> yeah. uh, case in point. <laughs> Anyhow, moving on from that. Uh, yeah, Appen was the worst performer, down by 
20%. When I saw that 2% drop in revenue, I thought, uh-oh, it's it's just in this downgrade cycle. It's not looking like it's getting out of it anytime soon. Well, I just spoke to a Claude, Claude Walker from A Rich Life and he was all but scathing, I think, of that whole business model. I think it's an example of uh, we've spoken to a few people this week saying like it's more like a meme stock. Like everyone just bought it on the hype, but then once they actually drilled into the business model, it's, uh, it's struggling and the market's coming to that conclusion. Uh, well, we had uh, a couple of travel-related companies report today, Qantas and Flight Center. I suppose it would have been hard for those companies to disappoint because, of course, we've had guidance coming from the likes of Qantas, but also everybody knows how tough it is out there. So Flight Center up by 4%, Qantas up by more than 3%. Had a couple conversations today mm. about how these businesses in particular will be leaner and meaner. They've had plenty of time to get their costs under control. Costs under control. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I had a chat with Kyle McIntyre from Firetrail Investments. He talked about Qantas. It's actually in the show notes or available to you that way. But also Flight Center saying, look, of course nobody wants a pandemic. Of course. He wasn't being flippant about that at all. But just saying maybe a company like Flight Center needed a shakeup and this has provided the opportunity mm. and uh you know could come out that's better a, the other side that's a brave call when uh obviously your market's been shellacked yeah <laughs> in, yep. and i wonder how business travel will go and everyone's now so comfortable running zoom meetings online conferences webinars like what will business travel look like i don't like? know but if you look at flight center's numbers the corporate travel in the u.s is picked right mm. up um yeah. Just desperate to get out of the house? Possibly. <laughs> How do you feel in that? Anyways. <laughs> so uh, Flight Center and Qantas were actually, in keeping with Kashi's uh, little theme going lately, uh, the stocks of the day. So let's take a listen to what Adam Dawes from Sean Partners and Nathan Samasandram from Deep Data Analytics had to say about them. We were positive on the traveling stocks. Um, and then when the New, New South Wales cluster started, we actually got out of the travel stocks. Um, because once a cluster starts, they tend to go on and on. It's, it's a tough one. Even Warren Buffett didn't want to get into the airlines, yep. and then he got into the airlines, and then he lost money, and then he got out. Uh, that just tells you how hard it is to invest in airlines. Um, Qantas is probably one of the better ones in the world, but look, it's going to take a bit of time. Flight Center has one thing working for it. It's a massively shorted stock. So you've seen some decent bounce back in the last couple of days. It's just short covering. So you'll get that pop. Look, Qantas is a good asset play over the long term, but you've got to have a multi-year approach. It could go lower in the next year. So it's just, for me, the macro doesn't stack up yet. The, obviously, the current policy 14-day hotel quarantine will yeah. result in a low demand for international travellers. So that's something that, you know, when we get to this stage, okay, we're going to open up, but how are we going to open up and what's going to happen? If I was pushed to look for a stock, I'd say Qantas would be the one I'd look at. I don't like Flight Center. Um, it's it's been a tough stock for many many people. And as and as rightly pointed out, um, you know this thing will come off very very quickly if we come into another snap lockdown. With this price action over the last three days, I'd probably wait till the dust settles a little bit yeah. for a buy. So for me, it's a hold uh, and it's a no for Flight Center. Well, Flight Center in the wake of that, Annette coming out of the Ausbiz portfolio, Qantas was never in. Um, I feel it would be remiss of us not to talk about that CapEx read today, Annette. Are you completely dismissive of the fact that it beat? 
It's uh, there. There were two beats. Uh, this this report is always a, a frustrating one for traders because they want to know the answer now. But uh, there's a bit in there that I think worth noting is it is a quarter on quarter number. The the inputs that count into GDP rose four plus, well above what the analysts were looking for. So that might save Q2 GDP, which was looking pretty flat. Plenty more data to go, but certainly a decent beat today at four and a half for capex. Market was looking for two and a half. But there's also an expectations component. It was upgraded sharply in the services sector. So the the analysts that I spoke to and, and read basically said, well, the survey was actually taken during July and August. So these the businesses were in lockdown in or out when they were putting their expectations together. But it just seems like the analyst community was still dismissive of a big pop in CapEx over the next 12 months. But you know what? I'd rather take it at face value. Quarter on quarter was better. The outlook was better. It does sit with the RBA saying, look, we're in lockdown, but we're in good shape heading into this lockdown. It just reinforces, I guess, what we already know. Yeah. And and it is what it is. I mean, that's the data. It will be feeding into the GDP it reads. It will go so. in. You can't massage it. These are genuine GDP puzzle pieces. Uh, GDP is released next Wednesday. Ahead of that, we get government spending and trade. One will be strong. One will be weak. So lots to chew on next week. Well, today we have um, we do have GDP coming out in the US. US. So it's the preliminary print for it's the quarter. Second, it's the second print. It's the f- second yeah. print. The first time round the market was looking for eight and a half instead got six and a half. Okay. And the disappointment was because inventories were drawn down and that's because demand was stronger than they expected. Yep. So it was one of those numbers where the headline print looked like a massive miss mm-hmm. but then they found out the miss was because all the businesses had to pull out their inventories yeah. unlike Kogan yeah. and give it to demand so it will get a second print of that as you said the last number was about six and a half so it was worth reiterating the um, path to that number okay good so jobless claims is always a handy one yep jobless claims so what we need to really move the market is a big hit or miss but of course we are moving closer to jackson hole jackson hole (laughs) i feel like this has been a long time coming It, it is it is the traditional end of the summer trade yeah. as they say so this sort of gets all the seniors back at work what did Powell say unfortunately it's gone back online it was meant to be in person because this is legendary for what they used to call the the hallway conversations that used to be like the good oil what did people really say in the corridors but unfortunately it's online so no gossip just online speeches all right well listen we saw the Nikkei crawling higher as they saw transport gaining um, but again caution remaining ahead of the Jackson Hole meeting we won't get any of those details until midnight Friday so we have one more day of sort of waiting for Godot feels like yeah. but um, and know, this time next week we'll say waiting for payrolls so yes. we're always waiting for something <laughs> on a Friday night um, yeah drive me to drink no I'm kidding but um but Jackson Hole so we'll see what happens with bond yields because we did see bond yields push higher but there seems to be just uh, a little bit of a waning intention of concern about slowing global growth and that you know has helped to support commodities although it didn't do much for this market here today so there's lots that we'll be digesting tomorrow and as uh, we head toward the start of the London session just checking in on e-minis they're down slightly off by about a tenth of a percent around about there. 
I dare say we'll have a low volume, low interest day tomorrow. That's my prediction. All right. Well, we will be chatting about it then <laughs> when it's a Friday. Hooray. So, yeah, looking forward to uh, to doing it all again tomorrow, Annette. Have a, have a really good night. Feed up. See you. Do it all tomorrow. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.